0: Good morning to all. (coughs) Talking to you from Makati in the Philippines. So if you're watching in America, it's actually 9.30 at night. Hard to imagine it's 9.30 a.m. here in the Philippines. I just read Psalm 145, and I want to give you a couple words of encouragement from Psalm 145. Obviously, obviously the last couple days I haven't been around. Traveled Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday here to the Philippines. Started the ministry yesterday and had a wonderful time. Hey, Katrina. Had a great time. This is the backdrop in my hotel. The curtain's there. Had a great time yesterday. Um, the Lord allowed me to lead a, it was, it was a softball clinic, but it turned out kind of baseball and softball together in a public school. And I was able to spend half a day with uh, primarily softball girls and a few baseball guys mixed in, uh, teaching fundamentals of baseball, softball, but I was able to preach the gospel to them. Hey mom, the Lord gave me um, um, an acronym a while back when I knew we were gonna book these um, this softball clinic. And then I'll come back in a couple weeks before I go home and do a baseball clinic. Anyway, I was riding down the road one day in my truck, minding my own business, and um, the acronym CHAMP came to me, C-H-A-M-P, and then Philippians 4.13, which is a a go-to for a lot of athletes, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. So I was, I'd been praying about, you know, what do you, how do you, what, what, what do I tell these kids? Um, in addition to softball and baseball. Normally when I coach, I'll integrate character uh, in the coaching and I'll weave Jesus in. I'll weave Jesus in. See that? Anyway, so I was riding down the road, minding my own business in my truck one day, and this came to me. Because you know how I think. I think in acronyms and reasons and rhymes and alliterations. And um, Champ came to me. See, uh, Christ must be first in your life. And so I shared that with them and actually preached the gospel. Um, Some were saved um, there in the public school. (laughs) Bam. Uh, Hey, Marsanne. So see, in this acronym, Marcin, I'm talking about a message the Lord gave me for this softball and baseball clinic here in Manila. Well, I'm in Makati, Manila's a little ways away. See, Christ must be central, Christ must be first. H, humility. Humility. If you're going to be a champ for the Lord, we have to walk in humility, which is basically putting others before ourselves. And even athletically, you can be a stud or a stud muffin, but if you really want to be a character champ in your athletic, or whatever your athletic field is, there must be a level of humility. I know that elite athletes are edgy, and they have this like oozing self-confidence mm-hmm. Um, But there still must be humility. And then the A is attitude. Um, Attitude. And uh, basically what I I always teach are two things you can control as an athlete. You can control your work ethic and you can control your attitude. Nobody else can do that. You control, I control my work ethic and I control my attitude. And went to Philippians chapter 2 about how, about putting on the mind of Christ Uh, which means attitude in some translations and um and just talked about serving others to to be a a good teammate you have to think of other people before yourself uh to serve your coach serve uh, that's kind of foreign thinking Uh, but athletically it works uh great teammates care about each other and they they take care of each other and they serve one another and that's the way it is in the body of christ if we're going to be a champion for the lord Um, Jesus came that even he came. Jesus said even he came not to be served, but to serve. So the attitude is is one of others' focus, teammates, and then in the body of Christ, uh, serving others. Uh, And then M is motivation. And this is where I kind of honed in. I asked the kids, what was was their motivation? Mainly these girls. And um, I talked with the coach later, and He's had many kids that he's coached in the last 25 years that have received athletic scholarships uh, here in in Manila. Some softball and some baseball. And so some of the kids, their motivation for um, becoming successful in softball was a scholarship because most of the kids, they need a scholarship if they're going to get uh, a higher education. But I talked about how in, in one Corinthians ten thirty one, when Paul was you know, people arguing about what can you eat, what can you not eat, and they're comparing the old covenant and I mean the old law, old dietary law. Thank you, Lord. We can eat pork. Now I had some pork belly first night here. I had some grilled pork belly. It was awesome. Pig belly. I'll get back to that later. And so anyway, what Paul said was, um, whatever you eat or whatever you drink or whatever you do. Watch this now. Whatever you do, would that include softball? Yes. Would that include baseball? Yes. Would that include your job? Yes. Would that include your ministry? Yes. Would that include your marriage? Yes. Would that include your relationships? Yes. Whatever you eat, whatever you drink, or whatever you do, do all to the glory of God. And then Colossians 3.23 says, everything you do, do from the heart as unto the Lord, not as unto men. And just spent some time talking about that as followers of jesus christ we should really play or work unto the lord and for the glory of god and um i think i think it i think it kind of triggered a mindset shift because a lot of these a lot of these kids i think were already christians Um, and so m was motivation what's your motivation so what's your motivation when you get up to go to work tomorrow is your motivation to make another dollar well i knew i know you need another dollar to pay the bills and all that kind of stuff but but what's what's the real motivation why, why are we motivated to live? I mean, you live, you make money, you accumulate stuff, you die. Is that it? Well, our motivation be to should be to live to the glory of God and help bring as many people into the kingdom of God as we can. So M is motivation, and P is perseverance. Just talked about how perseverance in Romans 5, overcoming, you know, athletically. Hey, baby, uh, athletically, we the, the greatest, the most successful athletes that we know are athletes that have persevered they've all had even even the most gifted even jordan hey robin even jordan michael jordan the goat of all goats, greatest of all time i think the greatest basketball player to ever live um he had some god-given ability but he persevered uh i've often said that the difference between jordan and everybody else is everybody else was trying to win jordan refused to lose there's a little bit of a difference there His contemporaries were trying to win a championship. Jordan refused to lose. He persevered, and he went through difficult times as an athlete. And we all know other athletes, maybe athletes in your hometown that persevered. But stop and think about this. As a child of God, the, um, the strong believers that you and I know, I mean, you look at somebody that's a seasoned veteran and they're strong in the Lord and the power of his might, they've all persevered. So Paul said that, He glories in tribulations. I boast when when, when difficult times comes because I know that tribulation produces perseverance. And perseverance produces character. The people that you and I know that have character, I'm talking about the character of Christ, which is the fruit of the Spirit, love, joy, peace, long-suffering, goodness, gentleness, faithfulness, meekness, and temperance. That kind of character only comes through persevering and not giving up when times get difficult and just like taking the punches and then we go offensively in the kingdom of god and we give the punches so perseverance um from hard times produces character and then it says character in roman five produces hope a lively expectation let me ask excuse me i just ate a bagel let me ask you a question Do you have a lively lively expectation in your life? Do you live a life full of hope? Or are you just going through the motions? You get up, you go to work, it's same old, same old, same old. Same old, same old. Or do you have hope? Perseverance builds character. Character produces hope. And the people that I know, the Christians that I know, that are the the most hopeful Christians without question, are not the ones it seems like everything's always been good for them because it hasn't been. Those that have learned in difficult times to persevere, and in their perseverance, God forges character. And as their character grows, they live with a lively expectation of the future. So, <coughs> in a nutshell, that's what I shared yesterday. And the Lord gave me that driving down the road uh, in Thomasville one day. I had to pull over beside the road and get my get my phone out, you know, and, and make my notes and everything, so I wouldn't forget it. Champ C, Christ H, humility A attitude m motivation p perseverance that'll make that'll preach somewhere uh it, it did um champ that, that's how we become a champion athletically that'll make you a good teammate it'll make you a better athlete but it'll make you a better person in the lord There's principles apply in our own everyday lives walking in jesus walking with the lord christ humility attitude motivation Perseverance. now when i clicked on here i was going to talk about psalm 145 (laughs) about blessing the lord but it just kind of came out what i was doing yesterday so hey uh these are going to be random going to be crazy times i see some of you watching hey send a little comment uh and more people will come back and watch later probably at a decent hour there and and wherever you are so um hey i'm talking to lola here lola i love you baby i love the rest of you in the lord but i love lola in a way that i don't love you see y'all